Are we gonna do an ASMR episode? ASMR. Oh God, ASMR. no, no, not ASMR. 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 Those are not the same thing. Oh my God. ASMR. ASMR. Okay, stop. We gotta- stop. adventure cloud and around our table we have athanasius flower and caden all right uh this time i'm gonna make one of you give a summary of what happened last time anybody want to volunteer sure uh so we decided a path to follow to try to see if we could find the bandit that's in here with us uh there were three paths uh, one to the west, one to the east, and one to the north. We decided to go to the west. And after a long hallway that didn't have very much rubble in it, we opened out into kind of a long, skinny, rectangular room going north-south with three pits in the middle of it. And a couple of our party members walked into a gelatinous cube that we then had to fight. Um, and in one of the pits, we also found... Some treasure, some money, um, and a couple of like ancient artifacts with silver runes on them. Uh, one of them seems to be a protective spell, and the other one seems to maybe summon a bird mount. And uh, then we decided that we were going to go take a long rest in the main room. Okay, yeah, thanks. Because Virginia seems to be a woman on a mission. Yeah, Virginia, um, as you guys were sort of debating what to do saying like i don't know maybe we should take a rest uh virginia kind of walked away from your group and made her way back towards the hallway that you came through originally and uh is walking back towards that central room uh she's striding very briskly um and uh has a very determined look on her face uh she's not saying anything Kaden's getting really annoyed with her attitude. I mean, she's always been like this. Yeah, but it's really getting to Kaden. Yeah, I think Athens kind of jogs after. He's like, Virginia, wait up a bit. Um, yeah, she she sees you come up behind her, and um, she maybe slows down a little bit. Um, but she says, I understand. It's been a long day. You've been wounded. Uh, she kind of looks at the place where the uh, jelly gave you a sort of acidy slap. Uh, that doesn't look too good. Um, but uh, she says, but I, I cannot, I simply cannot rest while I, I know that someone else is, is after this artifact. If you need to remain behind, I, I, I understand, but I, I cannot rest while I, I know this person is, is even now maybe getting to it ahead of us. I, I must do whatever I can to stop them. I think Athanasius probably, like, uh, grabs her arm, and he's like, Hey, you've been hurt, too, over the course of the day. I understand that we're in a bit of a time crunch here, but you need to rest just as much as we do. She, like, stiffens as you grab her arm, uh, and 
looks at you with a very hard look uh, and sort of jerks her arm out of your grasp. Uh, she's not happy at all that you grabbed her. She says, I am, am perfectly well. Of course, I, you know, I would prefer to rest, but uh, I have a mission to complete. Oh, I just had a terrible idea. <laughs> what? Well, why don't you share your terrible idea? I'm not going to do it, though. <laughs> Mac, I love all your terrible ideas. You really should share. <laughs> just cast sleep on her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Mac, you know, because you, uh, well, not Mac, Caden knows, because Caden lives in this universe, that uh, elves and half-elves are actually immune to spells like sleep. Oh, they are? They are, yeah. Elves and half-elves cannot be put to sleep by magical means. Oh, I, I had no idea. Yeah. And uh, Virtinia, you can tell just by looking at her that she's a half-elf. Um, she clearly has elven ancestry, so... Um, the way that she said that she has a mission to complete, mm-hmm. um, I think Athens kind of like tilts his head and looks at her and he's like, oh, and what mission would that be that you must complete with such urgence? The same mission that you uh, were hired to to do with me, the mission of retrieving this artifact. Are we back? Are we back uh, in the... Uh main room now or are we somehow uh, yeah if you if you followed then yeah, yeah followed. you guys have all probably made it back to the main chamber by now Kane's just gonna start casting detect magic on his knife oh okay i guess like it detects stuff within 30 feet so i guess if they're close by anything any items they might have uh yeah you're probably within 30 feet of athanasius athen had the stone bird and the um the sphere, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who had who has the pots of salve that you've been picking up along the way? I think you have three of them now. I think Caden had the first two. Okay, okay I, I have to figure out what what's a pot of salve. I don't uh, a salve. Salve, salve, salve. I've heard, I swear I've heard it both ways. Salve is like ointment that you put on oh, okay. wounds. Um, you originally when you found the first stone pots of it which was back in oh man it was after you killed the smaller centipedes you found the first couple pots you i believe did like a nature check or an herbalism check or something uh to see if you could identify the contents and what they did and you uh, were not able to ascertain what the salve did at that point i looked it up it is pronounced salve Hey, I've been right this whole time. So the way I'm looking at this detect magic casting by me is like all the items we got and then like anything else that might be within 30 feet. Sure, of I'll say you guys are I all just sort get of the, grouped get up together. the school together. of magic from, basically. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I'll say you guys are all grouped up within 30 feet of each other, so your detect magic is going to catch anything anybody's carrying. And uh, forgive me if I accidentally overlook anything that I've forgotten you guys have. But when you cast detect magic, uh, you uh, pick up a lot of stuff. Um, The knife uh, that you're holding, uh, the magic in it, I honestly don't know what school of magic this would be, so I'll just tell you what it is. It's just an enchanted weapon. It, It does plus one damage uh so it's a it's a plus one silver dagger 
Is that plus one to hit and plus one to damage? I believe so. Uh, if you look up the rules on enchanted are. weapons, I think you add the plus one to hit and to damage. Yes, you do. Okay. Traditionally. And it is silver. So there are some enemies that are only hurt by silver or silver, silvered weapons. So. so yeah, that's a plus one silver dagger that you've got there. Let's see. From the stone bird, that obviously is magical. I'm going to say, I'm going to say transmutation. Yeah, I was going to say transmutation too. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say transmutation on that one, uh, not conjuration. So take that into note. Um, uh, that, that gives you an idea that it might turn into something rather than summon something. Uh, the sphere with the runes of protection on it uh, obviously gives off abjuration magic. Uh, let's see what else. Um, Anything ooh. Vertinia has on her? No, nothing Vertinia has. Uh, Athanasius's armband. That gives off an interesting aura. Um, You get kind of a jumble from that one. It's not really like anything you've sensed before, although as you sort of feel everything around you, it feels very simpatico with Athanasius. Like, its magic is whatever school it might be, is really similar to whatever magic Athanasius uses. Um, and you also sense a little bit of abjuration magic. Um, however, uh, I would like to uh, make a note about abjuration here in case people get angry at me on Twitter. Um, in Dungeons and Dragons, abjuration is kind of an interesting school of magic. Uh, most people think of it as being used to cast protective and defensive spells, uh, like shields or wards. However, abjuration is also the school of magic that is used to bind people and things together. That's why this, the new spell in Xanathar's Guide, Ceremony, is an abjuration uh, spell. That's a little bit controversial. I know... Some people might not agree with that, but I uh, am pretty firm that abjuration is actually, uh, abjuration magic is actually something that is used also uh, to create bonds and connections between things. Cool. Do we have any other important objects around? Oh, uh, these uh, pots of salve. Uh, you can sense some magic from there. Uh, you sense a mixture of, again, abjuration uh maybe a little bit of conjuration um i'm just gonna tell you uh because this is like i said within each school there are different uses conjuration can be used to or oh i'm sorry i messed up not conjuration evocation evocation is used to summon any form of energy so you can use it to summon fire or summon lightning or cold uh, you can also use it to summon healing energy. So uh, a spell like uh, Cure Wounds would actually technically be an evocation spell. The types of an abjuration uh, can also be used in spells of restoration, like uh, for breaking curses. So uh, the type of magic that you are sensing from the salve uh, would be more along those lines of healing magic. Sorry, this is a lot of shop talk about uh, schools of magic in Dungeons and Dragons. Can confirm healing word is, is evocation. I know my shit. So yeah, from the, the type of abjuration you're sensing from the sphere, the armband, and the 
pots of salve are three different types of abjuration magic. Let's just put it that way. The important part is that I know what the dagger does, which was my goal. Okay, yeah, uh, but you've you've gained some added information as well, which is pretty interesting, I think. So, I mean, Athens is still kind of in an argument with Virginia here. So, yeah, uh, Athanasius and Virginia are still uh, having this argument. Uh, Virginia very much wants to go off. Um, I think at this point she she looks at you, Athanasius, and says, have you considered that if we, you know, make camp here and try to spend the night that while we sleep uh, this person could come and ambush us uh, we don't know what their you know precise motives are apart from uh, trying to steal the artifact i'm sure uh, what if they decide to try to attack us while we sleep i mean they ran away from us the first time they saw us and we're more than capable of keeping watch i got hired to do a job not to commit suicide by throwing myself at a bandit without the proper preparation also we really don't know anything about their her motive besides staying away from us so at this point you all smell garlic frying because uh flowers hunkered down and uh got a pot hot real quick and is frying up some of that centipede meat and he's like things are a little bit tense but we can all agree that we can stop and have some some dinner right can do that at least right Virginia yeah Virginia still looks really tense and like rigid but I think as that happens um you hear sort of the rumble of thunder outside um and she sort of she had like her hand on the hilt of her sword and stuff and I think she sort of just takes a deep breath and lets her hand fall to her side and just gives you sort of a stiff silent nod and uh <laughs> i i am curious flower um how did you manage to uh get a fire going in here do you have a spell that you can use to light a fire um let's see i think i've got like wrathful smite but i don't want to use that <laughs> Jesus, smite smite the fire into existence. i've got a um adventurous kid i'm sure that's got like a tinderbox yeah but there's yeah, no got a tinderbox there's no wood there's no wood no, you're in Why the you're in this uh ancient crumbling stone ruin. Any like old furniture or whatever would have rotted away a long time ago. I'll use some torches then. I was gonna say, I I you guys can have brought some wood with you, probably some firewood or something like that. Like in like in Darkest Dungeon. You knew this was gonna be a long dungeon. We've only had one camp so far, so it's a medium dungeon. Yeah, you guys saw a storm brewing uh around the ruins. If I recall this, they are magical storm clouds too, right? I sense that with divine sense, right? Uh, yeah, although... Or there's magic in them. Everything around here is magic. Right. I mean, there's there's magic in every single thing around this place, which is... The world you know, is magic. Well, no. This I, whole world is magic as fuck. Well, okay, the whole world is magic as fuck, but like, even more than that, I mean, these are ruins which were buried underground and then flew up into the air, so like, they're full of magic. You, you, it would be a reasonable, you know, assumption to think that that's probably why they're currently floating several hundred feet in the air. And the air around them, including clouds, might be affected too. I'm just surprised we can hear thunder through all the rock. I mean, you're in a building. Are there windows? Hmm. Oh, that's a really effing good question. Because I, I was like, oh, there's no windows because we're underground. Well, hold on. Oh my god. I literally, 
uh, did not think about whether there would be windows. Uh, but there would have to be, yeah. I mean, people used to live in here. So yeah, sure, there so are windows. So we can see the lightning and possible rain outside. Yep. The windows are pretty high up. I mean, you're in a big circular, almost like tower chamber right now. So we won't ask too many questions about how Flower is managing to make dinner. I do ask Caden if he's would be interested in making some nice tea as well. And I glance over at Fertinia and I'm like, maybe something soothing? <laughs> um, yeah, she's not going to refuse tea if you give it to her. Um, she's definitely on watch. She uh, has got her sword out on her knees. She's like sharp, sharpening and polishing it. Hmm. Yeah, Caden will uh, bust out his tea supplies. Athens immediately starts like doffing his armor so he can examine the wound that he got from the titty slap that the uh, gelatinous cube gave him. <laughs> titty slap? <laughs> it was a gelatinous cube. It doesn't have titties. It doesn't have anything. It doesn't even have a brain. Until he shocked one into existence. Unless, uh, uh, okay, uh, dear listeners, please, I can't believe I'm saying this, but please enlighten me. Is a, t- a titty slap is being slapped with a titty, right? Not being slapped in the titty. Why are you asking the listeners? They're not going to respond. Yeah. Uh, Answer now, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> let me it's like, it's uh, like at, at us on Twitter to let us know the precise definition of a titty slap. All right. Anyway, mine's in the gutter, you guys. Titty slap. Finally, we're we're, we're earning the explicit rating we're going to have on this podcast. Is it, is it raining outside? Uh, yes. Uh, drops of rain are starting to fall outside as a thunderstorm moves in. Caden wants to, uh, collect some fresh rainwater. Oh. Uh, Might like reaching out the window or something. You wouldn't necessarily have to reach out the window. If you want to go outside, uh, you know how to get back outside. You can... Wait, I can just use weather worker. Here we go. Bring the rain to you. Okay, well, make it rain. I'm making it rain in the corner of the room. Collecting it. Um, how do the rest of your companions uh, feel about you just, like, conjuring, like, a tiny little rain cloud over in the corner that just, like, rains into a pot? It's for the tea. They want the tea, okay? Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> if it means I get tea, I'm cool with it. Uh-huh. Flower doesn't notice it for a second, then he hears rain inside. It's like, oh, great, it's leaking. <gasps> and then he's absolutely delighted. Clap several times. <laughs> <laughs> you did that? Tea is best with fresh rainwater. All right, I'll, I'll note that. I'm not that great at making tea but you'll have to show me your moves so you guys are attempting to take a long rest i say attempting because uh i'm assuming you guys are are gonna uh, have somebody on watch vertinia will take the first watch does anybody want to join her or are you guys gonna gonna go to sleep i'll Athens stay up will join her. her oh oh <laughs> we both go for it all right Caden eh. <laughs> will attempt to sleep I think Athens will go to sleep since he's wounded. Yeah. But I think he kind of like pulls Flower aside a little bit. And he's like, make sure you wake me up for a second watch. Will do. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, So tell tell me about how you guys have, have made camp here. Where where are you in the room? How are you, you know, disposed? I imagine this is how I imagine it. Fire in the center of the room, kind of in a circle around the fire. Um. Yeah, I think at least a, not a big one, but a, a small smolder, just so that I can see a little bit. Okay. Flower, you were staying up to take the watch with Virtinia, correct? Oh, you know you know, I'm trying to get details out of her as we're, as this passes. Oh, okay. I'm All trying right. to find Let's... out how she joined Roth's 
Roscoe Roscoe and Associates? Yeah, I want to know that story. Oh, okay. Yeah, what do you ask her? I want to know, how, how did you get this job? Um, well, Roscoe and Associates was formed fairly recently, so I haven't been in this position for very long. Uh, before I was here, um, I, you know, worked odd jobs, as I think some of you probably have as well, as a uh, hired fighter. Uh, she kind of uh, pats the swords, which she has resheathed. That's, you know, where my skill set lies. And when the company formed in the area, they were looking to hire new talent. And uh, much as you yourselves, I applied and was taken on. And over time, I uh, was promoted fairly quickly and rose up through the ranks. Did you have to do the, the ropes course as well? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, the uh, ropes course and uh, some of the other things, uh, some of the other uh, trials uh, that we now use to choose our new recruits, uh, those weren't in place uh, back when I uh, first joined. It was more of just uh, uh, interviews, you know, references, that sort of thing. Mm. I like this way better, honestly. I quite agree. Uh, I <laughs> very much uh, enjoy seeing new applicants uh, test their skills and show what they can do uh, in our company trials. Yeah. So you're just here now. Is there, is there anyone else, or is it just just you by yourself? Just, uh, just me. Hmm? All right. Yeah. And there's just sort of just small talk, I guess. It... Yeah, she's pretty <laughs> quiet. She's still pretty tense, uh, and she's definitely on the watch. Okay. Why don't you make me a perception check, Flower? Ooh, seventeen. Oh, nice. Okay, we're gonna see how well Virginia does here. I will. Reminds you, I have heat vision. Uh, thank you for reminding me that, because that is very Relevant? interesting. Oh. All right. Um, so, yeah, you, uh, especially when it's dark like this and your normal, you know, sense of sight is limited, your heat vision comes to the fore a little bit more and you, you tend to notice it more, I think. And so as you're sitting there in the dark uh, or, you know, dim light of this small fire, uh, speaking to Virginia, uh, you become more aware of sort of, you know, the warmth of her body and the warmth of Athanasius and Caden sleeping behind you and the bright, you know, glowing heat of the fire in the center of your group. And all of a sudden, the fire in the center of your group expands very, very rapidly. Uh, it was small, and all of a sudden, it is big. Uh, it sort of leaps up and uh, reaches out towards... Let's see. <laughs> Athens? <laughs> uh, yeah, towards Athanasius. Um, <laughs> apparently, my d4 can only roll once. So, is there anything I can do with my perception check? Uh, I think maybe you notice what's happening to the fire uh, a split second before you would have otherwise. Uh, Virginia definitely is is caught uh, off guard by this. She wasn't expecting it. She was sort of peering out into the darkness. I think I think instead of flaring up suddenly, I think the fire grows more slowly at first and then all of a sudden is is 
uh, a bright blaze that reaches out towards Athanasius. So yeah, I'll I'll let you uh, I'll let you react uh, to see oh. if you can try to do something to stop it before I say what it does to Athens. Okay. Um, I can't compel duel the fire, can I? <laughs> That'd be interesting. Uh, but no, it's not like a fire elemental or something like that. Just fire. Um, I'm gonna. I think just react instinctually and sort of reaching out to try to block but you know i'm not sure how much my body will do i cast shield of faith on athens oh interesting okay yeah athanasius why don't you hmm what's your passive perception 13 okay yeah uh i'm gonna say that because you were asleep uh this sort of catches you off guard a little bit um and uh all of a sudden you jerk awake uh because uh your clothes is on fire uh but at the same time uh a you feel i don't know flower what does it feel like when you cast shield of faith on somebody that is an excellent question um let's see flowers powers sort of come from the earth or something like that yeah. So the earth um, or some shit. Yeah, I purposely left it vague. Flower doesn't know a lot about it, so that's up to Cloud to clarify. Mm. Um, but I think you just feel this force emanating from the ground a little bit, and sort of your feet and you know any part of your body that's touching it is warm, and that sort of glow extends like you know aura around you, and you take a plus two to your AC, but not your DC. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm not sure how much AC is going to help against fire, but if something else is waiting out there to attack you, uh, that could definitely, definitely help. Um, Okay, Athanasius, you're on fire. As soon as I wake up, I use Thaumaturgy to put it out. Um, What's the exact wording on Thaumaturgy? Because I thought it was just like you could snuff out a candle with it. It says you can cause flames to flicker, brighten, dim, or change color. Yeah, that's not really going to help you being on fire. You don't think making the flame flicker will cause it to go out? No. I think what thaumaturgy is describing has to do more with candles or lamps, maybe even torches, but not a whole bonfire. I'm not trying to put the bonfire out. I'm trying to put the fire on my clothes out. Yeah, I still don't. Uh, It might help some. Uh, You can also just try uh, ye oldie stop, drop, and roll. As you yeah. use your thaumaturgy. Yeah, I'll, like, pat it out as I use thaumaturgy to, like, dim it, I guess. Okay, yeah, yeah, because it doesn't say you can put flames out. So you can use thaumaturgy to help, and then maybe if you, yeah, roll around and try to snuff it out, that would work. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, you are smoking, but you are no longer on fire. Um, the flames... Uh, continue to burn very brightly for a second and then all of a sudden they shrink back down to the size they were before can i do a perception check to see if i see anybody yep uh 15 no uh you you don't see anybody uh especially since uh you can't see particularly well in the dark um and the light from the bonfire so when it was really bright obviously it was kind of dazzling you and now it's very dim again so Mm, can i cast light uh sure yeah, you can always cast light. That's just a cantrip. Okay, I cast light on like one of the pieces of rubble that's by me. Okay. And I toss it into one of the corners of the room that I can't see. 
Oh, interesting. Uh, where? I mean, it's a big room. What direction do you throw it in? East. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, you toss this as far as it will go east, and it lands over there. Uh, by sort of the entrance to, uh, that corridor that would lead off to the east. And maybe just for a second, you think maybe you see something, but it's not definite. Virtinia is definitely on her feet with her, like, sword drawn, uh, like, expecting an attack. Wait, I have an idea. Okay. How big was the piece of rubble that you threw? Athens? If he managed to throw it that far, it can't have been super big. Maybe something that could fit in his hand? Yeah, it's I'd say it was like baseball sized. Are you going to are you going to cast catapult? I am going to cast catapult. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> All right. But so here's a question that says range 60 feet and it just says choose one object. The object flies in a straight line. It doesn't say you throw it or anything. No, no, catapult pr- like causes an object to fly very fast. Okay. As if launched from a catapult. Cool. Oh, okay. I choose the piece of rubble that he cast light on. Okay. And I shoot it down the corridor. Okay. Yeah, as you do that, uh, this, like, streaming light uh, passes down. It quickly goes out of sight, kind of, though, because it's a long corridor. Like, it's another long one. So you can see it for a long ways. I'm not sure you can see very well what it illuminates. Uh, You definitely see movement, though. Let's just put it that way. I mean, I don't know how, because I imagine if it lights up something, it, how far is our, does our vision go? I guess is the question. I mean, think of it this way. You are in the middle of a room. Athens threw this stone pretty far that is giving off light. And then you're throwing it even further down a corridor. So, like, imagine yourself in this situation. You're not going to be able to see super clearly at, like, that level long of a distance you'll be able to see something but you probably won't be able to get a super clear view of what it is especially if the uh light source is moving really fast well i imagine it gets like so it's gonna go 90 feet i imagine it when he threw it it landed like at the corridor entrance that what you're imagining yeah yeah yep and then i shoot it 90 feet down the corridor so it goes three-fourths down the corridor yep yeah, you definitely okay. see movement. Uh, it might be the swish of a cloak or something else moving in the dark. You don't know what Swing it is. Swing of an axe trap. <laughs> an axe trap? You don't know. You don't see anything shiny or glinting, though, like on the head of an axe. That's what I did. I'll just shout, hey, that was rude. So how far away do I see this movement? Um, It's definitely like at the end of like the corridor maybe like just beyond where the light reaches when it flies down the corridor so it's like 150 feet away or something it's a long way away uh okay well athens gets up and runs after oh you do wait (laughs) nice okay uh if she sees you going uh, Virginia is gonna run too. Yeah, me too. Oh, Jalorn. Caden <laughs> kind of trugs along. Caden's like, wait, to. we didn't get a chance to sleep. Exactly. 
All right. Um, yeah, you can run down this corridor um, past the glowing piece of rubble that uh, you catapulted down it. It's another straight hallway. Uh, this one is not so scrupulously clean. I, I pick up the piece of glowing rubble as we run past it. That's fine. I mean, you can always cast light on something else, too. Like, it's a cantrip, so. Um, you run, and as you do, uh, as you're sort of, like, reaching the end of the corridor, uh, you hear a splash, um, and then you burst out into another chamber. It is the same sort of size and shape as the one that had the uh, pits in it that had the gelatinous cube. Uh, except this one is not in a ruined state. Uh, as you run out into this giant room, uh, all of a sudden you see that it is full of these like enormous stone carvings of all these plants, trees, flowers, wildly overgrown vegetation. Uh, they're all life-size. Um, and uh, like some of the trees are in pots uh, and stuff like that. It looks like an enormous stone like statuary garden uh and running through the middle of it uh are all these as like this like walkway almost like a garden path and there are these pools of water that you would assume over time have sort of spilled their banks and uh some of the like bridges and stuff like that have crumbled into them uh so there's kind of like water in these pools uh, over the floor and on the far side of the room uh there is another uh passage leading uh north uh there is also a waterfall uh so the water in the pools is coming from a small waterfall that's coming from a stone spout in the wall and uh right next to it directly across from where you've come in there is also another um uh Oh, I can't talk anymore. Another corridor, another passageway. Uh, why don't you all make me perception checks? Six for Athens. Not good. Sixteen for Caden. Okay. Flower? Nineteen. Nineteen. You guys are all pretty focused on something. You've just been woken up from sleep. So you're not in the mood to notice much. But Flower, you come from the jungle. And uh, you know plants pretty well. As you come into this room, Flower, you uh, you feel just a small jolt of homesickness with this waterfall and this room Aww. that's full of misty spray from the falling water and uh, these towering trees and overgrown plants uh, made of stone. And you look at them and next to you, uh, you see there's like this this really large urn it's got like a giant stone like fern in it and as you look you sort of marvel at the detail of this carving there's like a ladybug that's been carved like on one of the fronds the dirt has like little clumps and like pieces of gravel and you even see like a little worm like, poking up out of the dirt in one place. Like, whoever carved this went to, like, their attention to detail was, like, extreme to, like, a precise, like, super extreme level. <laughs> carved? 
or turn to stone? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you don't, oh. you don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, we're, I know we're all running and everything, and I just stop at the, the fern urn. And <laughs> fern urn. <laughs> the fern urn. <laughs> like, this is incredible. This is almost too good to be possible. Okay, Virtinia keeps running. Uh, I think maybe she looks back over her shoulder as you say that, uh, but she's like determined to keep chasing whatever you guys saw. Anybody else be stop? careful. I have a bad feeling about this. Um, you said we heard a splash. You did hear a splash. Could I tell from what direction it came from? Yeah, maybe. It definitely was closer to you rather than further away. The just so you know, these like pools that the water is in cover like most of the floor. Over time, the water has eaten away at some of the rock, and so they've definitely gotten a lot bigger than they maybe used to be back when this chamber was lived in. It's not water, it's more gelatinous cubes. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> you don't know. I more meant like, as I come into the chamber, was the splash to my left or to my right? So you actually probably heard the splash back when you were still in the hallway. Right. Uh, I don't think it was from your left or your right. I think it just sort of came from mostly straight ahead of you. And in terms of the orientation of the room, did we like just come into the side of the... Okay, so it's like yes. a rectangle, right? It's a rectangle. You just came in uh, from the east. So you're now on the left side of the room. There's an exit right across from you. And there's also one at the very top of the room in what we've been calling a north direction. So this is basically a mirror of the other side. Yes, it is precisely a mirror of the other side. I turn to the northward direction and throw the lit rock in a big arc. Okay. It flies through the air, uh, illuminating more of these giant uh, stone trees and flowers and vegetation in pots. It sparkles over the waterfall that's spilling into the room and over the pools and sort of the cracked and crumbling pathway marked out along the ground. Uh, but it does not show you any other living thing. Athens kind of looks disappointed. And now you've lost your light rock. Oh, pff, I pick up another rock and I cast light on it. Okay. Ooh. Uh, Virtinia has kept running. Uh, so am I to assume you stopped when you heard Flower say something? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Virtinia kept running, um, and she splashes through some of the water uh, that is, uh, has like, like I said, the pools have sort of burst their banks and have kind of flowed together a little bit and right. crumbled away parts of the past. So she splashes through this uh, water as she's making it to the other side of the room and instantly she lets out a yell and stops running. What? What's wrong? So she sort of stumbles to her feet on the other bank and a as quickly as she can, uh, she uh, actually, no. Uh, she's smarter than that. Sorry. Uh, she stumbles to her feet feet on the other bank uh and she instantly takes off i think she's wearing like a traveling cloak i would assume around her shoulders uh she rips it off and uh using it to cover her hands she starts to yank her boots off of her feet what's going on 
Virginia, are you okay? No, she's not saying anything. She tugs. She Do tugs. I have to both, jump over to you. Both boots off of her feet. I right. toss my second lit rock into the puddle that she just ran through. Okay. Uh, it sinks to the bottom. It's really shallow. It's maybe only like half a foot deep or something like that. Uh, and there it sits, glowing in the water. Uh, you don't see anything. No fish. No. I don't know. So I don't she know ran what... through the water, and now she's taking off her boots. Yep. She's taking off her boots. Um, I think maybe the light uh, illuminates Virginia as she is yanking off her boots. And you see kind of a horrifying sight. Uh, her feet uh, slowly are starting to turn stony and gray. Oh, dear <laughs> Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I cut off her foot. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I've been really looking forward to this uh, moment, and uh, I really wondered which one of you was going to step in the water. I didn't think it would be Martinia, but there we go. That's what happened. Here we go. Well, shit. Uh, in um, order to cut off her foot, you would first was, need to A, obtain something sharp enough to do so, and then B, get Magic across dagger. to her. I have a plus one dagger. Knowing that Caden has the capability of jumping across with his magic a lot easier than I do, I toss him my hand axe. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so Caden's axe... not actually thinking, I'm going to cut off her foot. That was me joking. Oh, okay. Well, God dang it, Mac. Mac. I can't tell when you're making jokes. How is Caden, the little halfling with a dagger, supposed to cut off her foot? It definitely would seem like out of all the party, you would be least suited to that job. And yet he's the one who said he was going to do it, so I assumed he was going to do it. Athens just gives you the axe in a meaningful look. <laughs> all right, so that's what you guys see. Uh, how do you guys react? Well... Like I need anything. more information. Is there? If this seems very jungly, is there something I'd know about stone water? Uh, no. I don't think you've ever encountered something like this before. I splash more of the water in Virginia. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> I was also joking. Okay. <laughs> be like, um... oh, excellent! We found a way to get rid of her. <laughs> <laughs> um. Like, how far across is it? Um, it's maybe a couple feet. Okay, so it's not more than ten feet. No. Okay, I long jump it. Kane jumps across, too. Okay, neat. Yeah, you can you can all pretty easily jump across uh, as long as you know not to touch the water, and you can get to Virtinia. Okay, we do that. Okay, cool. Caden kind of looks at Virtinia, or not Caden. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, Everybody I play Max character Kaden. now. Yep, no. It's because what they want to be. I know. Athens looks at Virginia and he's like, you want me to cut it off? Uh, uh, Virginia uh, quickly shakes her head. Um, she, her face is very pale. Looks like she's probably in quite a bit of pain. Um, and she says, no, I don't, I don't think that will be necessary. Something uh, might be able to reverse this, and I, I don't believe it's spreading. And sure enough, you can see that it's really only kind of in patches where the uh, waterlogged boot actually touched her skin. Caden, do you have those salves on you? Those pot sal salves? 
Oh, tabs. hey, yeah, I do. Try some Sav. I give it to Flower because I'm not. Oh, no, wait. No, I don't. I try not to. Snatch it back. <laughs> I was going to say, he reaches out with the pot and then he snatches it back. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm the herbalism guy. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> this is my job. So I kind of try and apply it without touching it. Yeah, I mean, if like, you making if sure you to keep want... the cream between my hand and her stony foot. Yeah, I mean, I think her foot at this point is dry. She's uh, thrown the uh, waterlogged boots aside. Um, so yeah, you can. You are can... the are the boots not stony? Uh, they are. They they're turning. They have turned to stone as well. So she threw her stone boots aside. Yeah, sorry. Um, as you spread this salve over uh, the patches of uh, Virginia's skin on her feet that have uh, been petrified, sure enough, uh, little by little, uh, the stony patches start to return to uh, being normal skin. We have solved your salve puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got there so fast i was Hell like yeah. how long is it going to take them to figure out that the that they can use the salve what else might they try like I, i'm not gonna lie i thought of several things that you guys might try that i was if gonna... i still had a if i still had a spell slot i would have cast purify food and drink <laughs> <laughs> on virginia's foot or on the water on the water oh i'm not sure that would have helped but i mean okay <laughs> Yo, I was all for cutting off her leg. I, I know, that would have been interesting. You can still do it. It's going to be easier now. Wow, you guys got that right away. Uh, you were really fast on the uptake there. Okay, yeah. Um, that takes a few minutes, though, uh, for you guys to do that. So, Athens kind of glances at Virginia as this is happening, and he's like, we heard a splash while we were in the hallway, so I'm guessing whoever we're chasing is also partially turned to stone. She nods, yeah. Um, she she looks uh, to the north and then behind you where the the other exit is. But you guys don't see anything there, so. No, hold on, hold on. Kane's gonna think, look, there's no water between here and the north entrance. So if we heard the splash, they went east. Oh, clever, clever. Smart, smart. So Kane says... Yeah, Caden says that, like, well, if we heard a splash, then she went through this entrance, and he points next to them, because we're, we're next to the east east one, right? You are, and sure enough, as you look over there, you see some wet footprints leading that way. Okay. Are there any other small rocks that are not in the water that I could grab to oh cast Oh my god, I gotta again? clear out this dungeon of small rocks. <laughs> you guys are just... It's horrible. Yeah, sure. There's... I mean, he can cast light on anything. I know. Yeah. But and I don't have any spell slots left to use catapult again. Yeah, there's sure thing, bro. There, it's a ruin. There's rocks everywhere. I was about to say, like, it's a crumbling ruin. Like, you're <laughs> the one who put us in a crumbling ruin. Oh, my mistake. You figured out how to turn the ruin against me. Um, and then I'm gonna head down the passage. Yeah, <laughs> I'll help Virginia up and make sure she's not in pain anymore, and then follow. We're not gonna. We're not. And then he's gonna give us up and. <laughs> Trudges along behind them again. Okay, yeah, you guys head down this corridor. There is another corridor here. Uh, this one's shorter than the one you guys came through to get here. Um, why don't you make me more perception checks? Sorry, this this uh this couple episodes have been perception check heavy. 
I have gotten all of my high rolls on only perception checks. Hey, you know what? That's it's a 19. Worth it. The half-asleep Caden got, got a 19 on his roll. <laughs> 11. 16. Virginia's a little preoccupied, uh, having just had her, her feet returned. And she's barefoot now, so there's that. Uh, she doesn't have any more boots. Uh, okay. So, you guys get to the end of this corridor, and, uh, what order are you walking in? It was me first, and then Flower, and then Caden, and then Virginia. Yeah, I think Virginia's bringing up the rear now. Okay, I guess, yeah. Well, it's it's not such a narrow corridor. She can be bringing up the rear with you, Caden. I was thinking Caden would be in back because he's small and slow and tired. Yeah, and Virginia just had her feet almost turned to stone, so, you know. Okay, uh, so yeah, Caden uh, and uh, Athanasius, you guys, uh, as you near the end of this, the end of this uh, corridor, this hallway, um, which is made out of dark gray stone like everything else, uh, something on the floor catches your eye. Uh, like, right at the end of this corridor, uh, there seems to be, like, a small, flat metal disc that's on the floor. Well, I'm in front, so I'll grab it. You grab it? Yeah. As soon as you touch it, uh, it explodes. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that Uh. was a treasure. That was a trap. All right, uh, let's see. So as you uh, reach out to take this, it suddenly emits a blinding flash. Uh, Because you were actually holding it, Athanasius, uh, I'm not going to allow you to make a saving throw to save from being blinded. You're blinded automatically. I didn't think it was treasure. I thought it was something that the person had dropped, and I wanted to figure out what it was. (laughs) Okay, uh, so yeah, Athanasius, you are blinded. Uh, Everybody else, make me a constitution saving throw. Shit. Eight. Nineteen. <laughs> okay. Flower, you are blinded as well. Uh, Virginia and Caden are not. Okay. That makes sense. So, Athen and Flower, uh, you can no longer see anything, although, uh, Flower, I believe um, snakes, when they, like, use their heat vision, that comes from your tongue, right? Um, I think they're, yeah, sort of receptors or glands or something in the mouth somewhere yeah but it's it's definitely not from their eyes it definitely comes from like their heat sensing organs in the mouth and nose Uh okay cool so you still have that uh but your normal uh vision from your eyes is suddenly cut off as this blinding Ah. flash goes off uh athens you also take uh let's just say four fire damage as this little incendiary blows up in your hand does my shield of faith do anything? It's still still glowing. I'm not sure if it would help. Well, it's a flashbang, not a grenade. He's holding it. Maybe it will be useful next time. <laughs> yeah. Also, how long does uh, shield minutes. of faith last? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's still on then. I don't think it helps in this case. If you get into a battle, it will, though. Um, yeah. And it's just four damage, so... It, it blew up in his hand. Just for damage at level two. Yeah, Yeah. well, when he's already hurt. <laughs> Don't pick up the mysterious object on the ground. Y'all be blinded. 
We sure do. Yeah, Ouch. but Caden, you and Virginia are not. Uh, Virginia gives a yell as this goes off, uh, but she uh, recovers uh, fairly quickly. Athanasius and Flower, uh, what are you doing now that you've been blinded? Clutching my eyes and falling to the ground. Okay. <laughs> Tripping over Athanasius. Oh, nice. Okay, so I think you make uh, uh, quite a little bit of a pile up there at uh, the end of the corridor. Uh, Caden, what are, what are you doing? How are you reacting? Do I see anything in their room? It's another fairly large circular stone chamber, like the inside of a tower. Uh, and, but in the middle of this one, there is a raised pedestal, uh, that is covered with those, um, those like channels or lines and they are flowing out across the floor and they are full of glowing energy. Uh, and all around the wall are sort of these floating blocks that are also covered with those channels. They're also glowing with energy. Uh, and they appear to be making uh, some sort of uh, like staircase uh, that looks like it is going around the outside of the room in sort of a spiral uh, that uh, might be leading up to like a second floor. Uh, right almost at the top of the stairs... Uh, you see the, sure enough, the dragonborn woman that you have been chasing. Uh, and she is almost on, uh, she is running up the stairs as fast as she can, but definitely looks like she is clumsy or hampered in some way. Uh, and at the top of the end of the staircase, there's definitely another, yeah, opening to like another corridor that's leading off in another direction. Oh, God, this is a hard decision. Yep. Because I know Virginia is probably not, like, she's in bare feet, so she's she can chase, but she probably won't. I don't know, I have 25 feet. How disabled is Virginia? Does it appear? I mean, she's not disabled. I mean, she's she's a tough bird. Like, she, it's not great that she doesn't have shoes, but she, I mean, her like feet it, might get cut actually... up a little bit, but she's not going to care too much. Okay, so she can still chase that person. I can't do anything to help Athens and Thar, that's the thing. Like, they're just going to be blind for however long they're blind. Uh, I guess I will try and charge up the stairs, and I'll shout to them. She she went up the stairs, I'm on her. All right, so you, you run into the room and attempt to chase her? Yes. All right. Uh, she, looking down... Uh, she sees uh, that her trap has gone off, but that it has not uh, not done as good of a job as she might have hoped on you, Caden. And that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, as you run into the room, she reaches the top of the stairs, and as she does so, uh, she does something pretty unusual. You see her reach out her hand, and as she does so, a like ghostly second hand appears over the pedestal in the middle of the room the one uh that all the glowing energy is sort of flowing out of into those channels and up into the blocks that make the stairs oh god uh a sort of uh ghostly glowing reddish purple hand uh appears in mid-air over this pedestal can i gust it away uh you can try I want to gust a hand. 
Okay. Get away from the pedestal. Your gust doesn't seem to have any effect on it as it reaches down into the center of the pedestal and lifts out a glowing blue orb, uh, which it lifts into the air back towards the dragonborn. And as that happens, the light fades from the channels and the stairs come crashing down to the ground in just a huge, like, enormous crash of sound. Uh, and the orb, uh, the hand bears the orb back to the dragonborn who uh, catches it from the second spectral hand uh, and then quickly vanishes down the second floor corridor. That's it for this week. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode, and please give us a rating and review to help others join our adventure. You can find out more about the show and how to get in touch with us on our website, talesfromthetablecast.com, and you can find us on Twitter, at TableTalesCast. This podcast was edited and produced by me, Cloud. Our theme music is by Adhesive Wombat. Special thanks to Matt Marshall for all his help and advice. I literally couldn't have done this without you. This is your Dungeon Master, Cloud, and I hope you'll join us again next week on Tales from the Table.